Welcome to Pagan Coffee Talk. Here are your hosts, Oswin and Lord Knight. Let's talk about the meaning of words and the effects on spells. Well, if I remember my magic history correctly, originally we used to sing our spells. Okay. All right. Again, words, right? Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that singing was more like, you know, row, row, row your boat. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, you know, didn't have to be complicated singing. Right. Then we started to speak spells into existence. Okay. All right. My question is, is if we keep on changing the meaning of these words, how am I supposed to cast a love spell for a guy to find a woman if we can't define what woman is? Mm. How in the hell am I supposed to help a woman who wants to find a guy if we can't define what a guy is anymore or what a man is? Do you you see what I'm saying? Good questions, yeah. Without these concrete ideas behind them and the more we make those loose, the less effective I think our magic gets. Okay. To a certain extent. Because the more you meddle that, I mean, got to have, again, we discussed this once before. How in the world do you have organized thought without words? Because you can't have organized thought without words, but you can't have words without organized thought. Right. So again, it's um, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Right. My question is, is if we keep on changing these definitions and stuff like that, are we changing how the spells work or what they're actually doing? Right. It, I, it, it would have to have a definite effect on it. I it, mean, it's, it's the same problem I have with those people that sit there and, you know, do the spell or whatever. And then at the end do into the greater good, blah, 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 blah. And I don't see what that's just to make you feel better. Oh well, yeah. We've talked about that before. Right. Where that doesn't really do anything as far well, as your spells concerned. And the reason we think this is because there is no explanation. There is no definition of pure evil. Just like there's no definition of pure good. Right. We talked about that once before as well. All right. Because there's not actually definitions for them. Would we even recognize these things if we saw them? So how in the hell can we speak things into existence or talk to things if we do not have the right language to communicate with these things? Even in pictures, we still have to agree about, you know, certain things about the picture. Colors. What we actually see in the image. What we don't see in the image. You know, a picture might be worth a thousand words, but it takes a billion words to probably describe that picture. Right. You you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And all of them have to be concrete things. So how in the world do you divine or see the future and all this if we don't have Right, right. if our language has constantly changed and nothing means what it means anymore. Right. If that made sense. (laughs) No, well, I mean, again, and it's still the same argument. Like, do these concepts that we believe in and follow stay the same if we're changing the meaning of words left and right? Right. You know, I mean, it's just kind of like the whole entire thing of white supremacy seems to be more of a term used for anyone who is more traditional versus you see what I'm saying? than actual white supremacy. Okay. I'd not heard that. So well, I'm sorry. When you're sitting there and telling me black people can be white supremacist, 
there's a problem. It, it's become more of an ideology than it is an actual white supremacy. Okay, and I'm not sure where you heard that from. What do you mean? I've not heard that. You ain't heard the left refer to people like Candace Owens and all these other, and Larry King and all them as white supremacists. No. They are referring to black people as white supremacists. Okay, that makes no sense. Because they hold a more right-wing view. All right. Do, do, do you see how muddled we're, we're doing the language now? Now we can't help. That's absurd, but yeah. Right. And, and again, now how in the world do we cast a spell on white supremacy? Is it because of people's ideology or is it actually the color of your skin? Because if it's the color of your skin, I'm sorry if you're Hispanic, if you're anything else but European, you're not white. So how... Well, and and even then, you can't necessarily say just because you're European, well, you're white. And I hate to be this way. Just because you look white does not necessarily mean you're European. Right. I, mean, I know people who are biracial, triracial, quadracial. I know some people that are so racial, they, there's probably not even a number attached to it. Right. All right. Again, this is still back to that argument. We sit there and... By now, we should be looking at skin color like we do eye color. It don't really do jack shit. No, not really, no. It has no determination on how you act or how you behave or anything else. And again, race should be, in these rate, these quote-unquote supposed races, should be looked at as a spectrum, but yet we try to tell everybody gender is a spectrum when there's only two genders. Right. That makes no it seems like they flipped everything. Right, everything's gone backwards. So again, <laughs> and I'm still back to how do you cast? How am, how am I supposed to cast a spell to help get rid of white supremacy if you're changing the definition? Right, because what we know as white supremacy is not what they're calling it nowadays. Right. So do you see what I'm saying? So and so, therefore, something's going to get muddled in the process. And your your magic's just not going to be effective. Right. I mean, and especially when I sit there and listen to these people sit there and flat out say, yeah, that's the black face of white supremacy right there. Oh, Lord. And then want to call these people Uncle Tom's for standing up for what they believe in. God's help us all. Good Lord. Has nobody read this book? <laughs> <laughs> How? How are we supposed to cast spells for this stuff? Right. If next week, you know, because what we, I was, um, I got a thing where it was like, if you date black people, you're a racist. If you don't date them, you're a racist. Right. There was a bunch of things like that where there was a bunch of articles of stuff that I saw where one contradicted right in almost the same breath. And you're sitting back going, how do you do, how do, how are we supposed to do anything? Well, I've, you know, I, I have been noticing that that's been a common thread throughout several different aspects of daily life within the past five years alone. Right. And it's like, you're, you're telling me I'm racist if I don't like black people. But I, I'm I, white, by the I, way. And, and, and then you're telling me I'm racist if I do. You're telling me I'm a transphobe. Because I'm a gay man who doesn't want to date a trans 
man. Right? But trans, then yeah. you're telling me I'm a transphobe if I do. So what the fuck? Exactly. Can we go back to the original meanings of things and just leave it at that? Yeah, well, I mean, and again, I'd like to know from people, how in the world do y'all think y'all were doing magic if, okay, you cast a spell today, but and then tomorrow they come out and go, no, that word actually means this. Right. No, 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 no. that ain't what that means. That's this. But you've already cast the spell, spell for right. this aspect of it. Right. So does this change the original spell? Because, again, you're back to, it's your intent. It's what you're thinking when you cast the spell the whole nine yards. Right. So we use words to hold that image of what we want the outcome to be. Right. But if the words change that you use to cast the spell, that changes the thought and the destination of the spell. Or does it? I mean, I, th I would think it would only change if your definition changed. But that's what I'm trying to say is today you read the definition. It says this, this word means this, blah, 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 A, B, C, D. Right. I understand that. But and that's, then, that's then, everybody else. What I'm saying is if you. Well, no, and then the very next day you get out on the net and all of a sudden you see an article first thing in the morning going, no, this word actually means BDFD. But what I'm saying is unless that changes your definition, then your spell's not going to change. When you see this, does that not automatically change your definition? For I don't some think people? so. I don't think so. I, but do you see what I'm saying? Not even, not even if you... But people are using... But again, people have already started to use these words like we've just discussed in this manner. So there are people who actually believe this new meaning is real. But that's not going to change your spell. But do you see what I'm saying? Again, if everybody else in the world... I'm just asking questions. And then all of a sudden you see the word word changing. You're used to this happening. Does that originally change that spell? I'm back to if it doesn't change your definition, then no, your spell's not going to change. You don't see no influence there whatsoever. No. Just because somebody comes up to you, you go, oh, no, no, that ain't what that means anymore. No. If I use green for money. Right. That's my color for money. And somebody comes along and tells me, oh, green's not for money. Green's for the air. Right. That doesn't change my, my use of that color. I guess what I'm asking is just because somebody walks up to you and says that, therefore, it's, even though you're like that stupid, isn't there a part of your brain that says maybe might be milling that over and over and over again? Kind of like hearing those words in the background, you really don't think about it. I could see that. Okay, think about where, it. where you just start questioning, or or when you, or especially when you see those uh, those um, videos where you see the newscasters from different areas all over the country, all saying what seems to be the exact same lines, mm -hmm. and it gets kind of creepy. Yeah, because you it makes you start to wondering. Are we being programmed to hear these words in the background and to accept them? I think that's possible, yeah. In other words, is there a, such a, a subconscious thing going on there when we hear words? Well, I think that's a possibility, but again, I'm back to if it doesn't change 
for you personally. I'm just saying. Then I don't think that's going to affect your spell. Right. I'm, I could, I'm not, I could see. I could see where the question is. Just because you might have thought, hmm, are they right? Are they? Does it get trapped in the back of your brain and slow? And does that affect your spell? Right. What I'm saying is that when these things are told to you subconsciously, where we do right, could your subconsciously grab onto this and start going, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." Is that spell going to do that? Do we need to go? Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> once it's cast, it's cast. It's not like you can do. Oh, do over. Well, no. I'm just going to take this back. No, but we have talked to where in the world when you think about a spell or something like that, it supposedly comes back to you. Well, because sure. that energy is drawn back to you when you think about that stuff. You reestablish a connection to it. Well, sure, but you can't control it like that. You can't just but tell again, it again. Because right, come, be, you're done. Come back. But think about it this way: it's just like checking your email and all that. You know, you're nowadays we're all constantly online. Mm-hmm. Not too many people do the dial-up where they're not online. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's pretty instant now. Right. So there's communication on your computers flowing, and at any time you can get a worm or a virus in that communication. I'm thinking the same thing about this. Could this be them changing the words and you hearing it be like a slight virus or worm in the back of your mind, slowly morphing that spell into something else? Because every time you connect to it, you are there's a little exchanging of energy and information every time you think about that spell. Yeah. And because of something new's there, then you start thinking about the spell, so that energy returns. There's a little exchange of energy and because there's also information in that too. Yeah, I well, yeah, when you put it when you put it that way, I could see where there would be a possibility. That's all I'm wondering, because in my head there's a possibility. It makes me start to wonder, hmm. I'm not saying I'm wrong or right. Right. I mean, because, you know, I'm back to, if we look at the Witch's Pyramid, and we and you look at the, the secrecy. Right. And we said once before, that means even keeping it a secret to yourself. So you cast it and you forget about it. I know. Right? Right. I know. We're only human. <sighs> but no, all I want to say is... Roll your the, eyes the, now. No, we're only human, so we're going to think about it at some point. Well... I'm just going to say subconscious change? when we look, when we look at the subconscious, the subconscious is a little weird. Well, sure it is. Yeah. It thinks more like souls do. So do you see what I'm saying there? So there's a different working there to a certain extent. Right. And you're kind of looking at this, um, just like a router where there's there's always that constant exchange Changing of information. So your spell is essentially the information that's being sent out. It comes back periodically. When you think right. Just like calling and then up a you're website. Send it, and you're sending it back out. So it's just a constant exchange. So that you're always connected to that spell. Right. See, I don't necessarily see it that way. For me, it's once it once it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. When it's done, it'll come back. What's left, if there's anything left, will come back to me. Right, but I, but I, I, you got to start asking these questions because th- here's the reason we keep 
it secret from ourselves because when we think about it, it makes it return to us right? and it can't do it. So by thinking about the words that we use in context of the spell, are we not doing the same thing there mm-hmm. and slowly morphing, could be slowly morphing that spell over time and it not being what it is that we actually needed to begin with. Yeah, we very well could be. Yeah. I, that's all I was thinking about with all this, you know, is how could this be affecting that? If at all. You know, I, I'm sure there's quite a few people that just did face palms on all of this going, oh, my God. Probably. He, he spends time thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> this is what our conversations have come to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is where my mind has gone to have to start asking questions like this. I, I don't see the problem with asking the question. I think it's a good question. I mean, you know, it's I'm, gotten me to think. Right. I'm not sure one way or the other. Again, theory and process. What right. if we, because again, I'm going to argue, if we believe that keeping that spell unsecret to yourself, and then we start to hear changing of words of, that we use for the spell that might make us connect to it again, could we? You know, it'd be nice to get some other people's opinion about this. I know this really would be a good one for some feedback. So feedback. you know what? Please give us some. And if you do do anything on it, please let us know so we can at least watch it or listen to it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'd like to hear the arguments between these two. I know, absolutely. So, all right. I think I'm done with this. Let's try certifications and degrees in craft. Okay. Well, how about just, that was supposed to be more just certifications and degrees in general in general yeah okay like college certifications and that i was wanting to talk about all right all right because here's my problem somebody suddenly gets a bachelor or a master's or a doctorate and i'm not sure what order everything goes in anymore i think it's bachelor associate, associate. masters i thought it was associates bachelor's Associates, two years. Bachelor's, four. Associates, bachelor, master's, Bachelor's. and then doctorate. Yeah. Doctorate. I thought, oh my God. See, I always thought doctorate was before master. Those two, I've always. Oh, uh, hell, I don't know. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but just because somebody gets these degrees, do you believe this makes them, quote unquote, an expert? No. Why? Why? Well,. Being someone who went through a bachelor's degree for music, which I didn't get to finish for various reasons, but having gone through that, I can tell you I was well on my way to getting that degree, but there was a lot of stuff in there that I didn't remember. So just because you pass those classes doesn't make you an expert. I I would agree with you there. I have an associate's in electronics. Right. There's a lot of concepts and stuff. I understand in electronics. Actually working with them, completely different issue. Right. All right. I, I mean, I'm not knocking myself. I'm just mean there, there's a big difference between understanding how this switch works and... <laughs> and making it work. And making it work. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> So, but I see this a lot, especially on TV and a lot of other people. All mm-hmm. right. 
and and I see people wanting to use these degrees and stuff as some type of badge of honor and something like that, right? Yeah. As sort of being, I'm I'm part of this elite educated class that nobody else is because I have this piece of paper, right? Or I went to this particular school. But yet, when you go to, to get your jobs, most companies don't, on a regular basis, don't give a rat's ass where you went to college at. No. They don't care where you went to college. They don't care what degree you have. No. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some degrees make me wonder. I mean, if you're going to be a manager in housekeeping with a bachelor's degree in music, you sort of sit back and going, okay, how do the two right. correlate with each other? How does this degree help you be a better manager? But yet I see people doing this all the time. Just because they have a degree, they're allowed to get this job. So then... Even though they're not suited for it. I'm not saying not right. everybody's that way. Right. But, there's but no, it, it does make you wonder, is there really a need for any specialized degrees? I mean, if I could go and get a two-year degree in whatever, and then well, go get a job doing something completely different. Right. Now, like there, there what does are, it matter? There are these certifications, like in electronics and electrical work, called journeyman license, right, or journeyman certifications. To get these certifications, and the reason they're held up with such a high regard is not only do you have the education, but you have to have so many years experience doing these things. Okay. To get these, now the people that have these certifications easily make fifty. $55 an hour. Why Those to me are more highly sought after because not only is it education, but it's also experience added in there. Right. Do you have to have a degree to have those certifications? Actually, I don't. For the electrical, I don't think so. I just think you have to have the years of experience and be certified as an electrician. Okay. Because to get your certification as an electrician, you don't actually, you can take classes, but... You don't have to. You can sit down and study on your own and go pay the hundred and something dollars to go get your certificate. Right. Because there there's a lot of certifications you can do that. You don't have to go to a class. Well, no, I did that with mine. Right. Um, you know, I had to be certified for stale processing. Right. Like, and, uh, what is that? The uh, A-plus certification. Yeah, for you, computers. You don't actually have to take a class. You can buy a book. Right. That will help you prep. Right. For these. So my question is, is do we really, why do we lend so much weight to, to a degree, to a degree? Because instead I mean, of the certifications, right? I mean, cause I like, I look at people like my dad who, who was a mechanic mm. and he is a quote unquote master mechanic to get that title. You have to be educated as a mechanic mm-hmm. and then work X amount of years to have that. Right. But then on the other hand, I've seen that man sit there and listen to a car on the other side of a garage and go, hey, y'all need to check this. <laughs> right. You know, he knew what he was doing. And not too many people would question him. I don't see that nowadays. No. And then how do we transfer this over to craft? I think a lot of people put a lot of weight on this. And then for as much money as it is, I'm afraid that having a bachelor's or a master's or something like that is going to be used to more as a gatekeeping mechanism to keep certain people from getting certain jobs. 
Okay. In other words, there might be people that might not have the education to be a good leader, but naturally have those skills. But you're not going to put them in a leadership role because they don't have a bachelor's degree. Well, that already happens. But that's what I mean. Is this not a form of gatekeeping because people like me or you could not afford to get a degree when we were younger? All right. So how does that translate to paganism? Well, again, what about all these schools and stuff I see popping up where they're charging exuberant amounts? Oh, like the school, yep. uh, the magic school, the quote-unquote magic, magic schools, schools, the witchcraft are, schools. Right. Okay. Is this not just gatekeeping? I see. I think something like that is considered gatekeeping. You know, that is. Because if you're not willing to pay the money, then you're not getting the information. Right. Or you're not as good as everybody else. You know, uh, because again, I, like I said, I see this in society. We will sit there and hold somebody up that has an art degree. And at the same time, look our nose down at a farmer who's done what in the world he's done for his whole entire life and knows it backwards and forwards. Right. It could probably teach some of the educated people stuff. Uh, yeah. So how do we bring this back into a real place of somewhere where somebody actually has a degree or something to where it's, it's real, it's something necessary? Um, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, we in traditional witchcraft, we already have a degree system. Yeah, but we and, got we got a lot of branches and stuff who don't follow. Right, but I'm just saying, there's already that system in place to some extent. Well, I mean, for for us, we do like for second degree. The reason one of the reasons second degree takes so long is we're watching for experience. That's one of the things we're watching is for is for you to start taking control of stuff, pushing yourself forward, right. start getting some experience, getting in there, making your getting your hands dirty and and doing writing rituals, going to go do it and watching it flop and then getting back up and doing it again because right. we're glutton for punishments. Right. That's the way we do things in more of a traditional setting. But the pagan community at large, I, I don't always see this. I see them doing the same thing everybody else is. Ooh and ah went on because somebody can go, oh, here, look, I got my master's degree in this. Which is really not something that's obtainable for everybody. No, it's not. There should be an easier way to get some of these degrees. Well, yeah. I mean, I know in, in South Carolina, they have... I mean, you still have to meet a certain criteria to get this benefit, but, you know, community colleges are free. Are they reduced? They're a lower, cheaper cost than... Well, community college is free. Can I get a fact check? <laughs> <laughs> fact check line, I won. <laughs> like I said, I mean, you still have to meet certain criteria, but... But, but I, no, I, I, no, I, I was, understand. I, I do realize some states. There's some, a guy. Yeah, there's a guy that I work with, and he just finished college, and he didn't pay a dime for his college. Right. Some states do that. Some states say if you go to a community college, it's paid for. As far as I know, last time I was in community college in North Carolina, you had to pay. But well, was, yeah. But it was a whole lot cheaper. Yeah, for in quote unquote in state students. Students versus yeah. somebody from out of state, but. Who goes out of state to go to community college? I mean, (laughs) 
Normally well, there's know. one right down the road from you somewhere. Well, I was going to say, if you're right on the borderline, you know. Well, I mean, because I'm getting my degree in electronics. I, I was going through all of this, and I was really happy about finally getting my degree. All right? For me, it was an achievement with all my learning problems. Right. Now, with that said, though, but what I did find out was, is if I would have gone down the line of electricians, mm-hmm. I would have my journeyman license making $50 an hour. Yes. In a faster time frame just by getting a job being an electrician helper. Right. And taking my lumps and bruises when I was younger. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Without ever having to go into a classroom except for to take a test. Right. Which, you know, by the time majority of these people get done doing this and being an apprentice for a while, they know these codes and stuff inside and out and probably repeat it off the top of their head. Probably, yeah. So, do we really need school? I mean, yes, I would like everybody to be educated. I would like to know that all doctors are trained to a certain point and lawyers and stuff like that. So, where do we separate stuff up like that versus nonsensical stuff? Well, with um, with like doctors, part of their education is being in the system. What do you mean? They call it clinicals. Well, yes. And they have to do clinical rotations right. for they, X they, amount they, of time. Oh, I'm sorry. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Even nurses have to do that. They have to spend right. so much time. They've got to do hands-on. That's part of their education. That's part of their education. That's not the case for anybody else. I know it's the case if you want to be a teacher. You you essentially have to do clinicals. They put you out into the system. system. You see, You get to see and interact with the teachers and find out what's going on, how they do their plans, and, you know, you you get some experience like that. I think if we went to a system probably more akin to that right? for whatever it is you're going to school for, we might have a better outcome. Well, I mean, I've said it for years. I think we would have a better outcome in the medical. If people, if you wanted to be in the medical, you had to start out as a tech, then become a nurse, be a nurse for so long, then start your medical training to become a doctor. You know, that way you know the process from all the way from a tech to all the way up to a doctor. There are a large number of people who do that. Yes. Most of the people in the medical field that I know and that I've talked to, they started out as a CNA. Right. And and, and some of the CNA was the easiest way to get in. Right. Because again, and these and these people I think are a little bit more their bedside manner turns out to be a little bit better because yes. they know what it is to be on that low end. Right. They know what it's like. I, I know what it's like to be a tech versus that doctor who, well. Right, who spent his entire life going to school. Right. Never did a nurse, never thought of anything about housekeeping or anything like right. that. Because I've met them people in the hospital. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I sort of trapped one of one of the nurses in one of her offices because she was complaining that nobody was driving the auto scrubber around and that she had a bachelor's degree and all of this. So I gave her the keys and said, there you go. If you want it out of your way, I'm sure your bachelor's degree will tell you exactly how to drive that machine <laughs> and walked off. I didn't even get five feet down that hall before she called me back. Right. And I explained to her she ever talked down to another housekeeper again. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, if you're in a position like that, it's important that you stand up for your folks, you know. Oh, yes. 
But um, but that there there's my point. Like, there's no degree for somebody in housekeeping. No, but I do I mean, know there are certifications. There for are certifications and stuff now to help in this because this business is a whole lot more complicated than most people think. Oh Lord, yeah. But again, I know tons of people who will sit there and look down their noses at housekeepers. Oh, all the time. All the time and not realize half the stuff that these housekeepers know is borderline, you know, what is it? Chemi- some of it's chemistry. You got to know a little bit of microbiology. You got to know a little. <laughs> and look, trust me, you want to know where something is in a hospital, you ask a housekeeper. Oh, they'll find Because chances are, they already know where it is. <laughs> They are all over that place. Ain't they? <laughs> Ask a housekeeper. So I'm back to, again, you remember when we had jobs and we had meals and more industry stuff. Oh, yeah. You remember that, and I'm going to say this. You remember the old guy that they always kept in the corner, and they only pulled out when things went really, really funky. Mm-hmm. The guy didn't have an education. It was his experience that made him so invaluable because they knew he that man know how to work on these older machines that nobody else knew yeah this this was the guy who he was maintenance and he had been in that mill since he was probably 12 years old working on those machines Uh uh-huh and learning and he's the only one left who knows how to fix them all right, you're not going to tell me somebody's bachelor's degree or somebody's master's degree is the equivalent of what in the world this man knows. Oh, Lord, no. I mean, but do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So should we be putting these people on that pedestal or should we be looking at them going, no, y'all need to come down a little bit? Well, and how do we, how do we translate that into the pagan community? Well, I mean. How do I, we do that? How do we fix that? These are the questions we're asking. These are the questions we're asking, but here's where I hear it, all right? And I'm about to get us into trouble. Uh I'm a fourth-generational witch. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm the high priestess. I've done this, and I'm... Yes, I'm a third-degree blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Right. It's not important to anybody. It's not... Yes, it's important to me, blah, blah, sort of, not... (laughs) I don't know how to explain that. Right. It's not that defining thing what makes people listen to me I believe is what I'm saying does does that make sense right your experience that that my message is more important than me and that's what I believe that our messages in craft in the whole should be more important than an individual than your own ego I'm not that important I'm easily replaced trust me the gods can drop somebody else in here to do this crap just as well as me if not better that's debatable but well again I will admit with my learning disabilities my thought is always everybody's always better than me because y'all don't have to struggle with these things well no and I get that I don't mean that in a self deprecating way I get that and I understand that but Everybody has the potential to offer their own contributions. Oh, yes. Everybody has potential. I don't believe anyone is without potential. Right. But my point is, is no one person, I don't think any one person could do it better than anybody else per se. I think it's just a different approach. 
And again, like I said, I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Right. But again, it's still my automatic reaction to everything in the back of my head. I can understand that, yeah. I, I don't know how else to put that. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I mean. I'm, I'm one of those people. I will look at somebody with a master's or something and kind of go, that's impressive. Because that knowledge that they so easily obtain is something I would chew my right arm off for. I mean. Does that make sense? Right. But again, as as someone who struggled through some of my classes, I still look at that and it's like, okay, yeah, you spent the time, you spent the money to get this degree, but what did you really learn from it? Right. I mean, I'm sorry. It's like these people get, the, there's a lot of these people I see, they get these degrees and I hate to be this way. They get a little full of themselves. They do. You know, and I'm kind of like, uh, no, because it's not about you. At some point, I think people, we have to come to the conclusion, which is more important to us, us or the message that we're trying to get out. Right. And for me, it is the message. At least I hope. <laughs> so if anybody's got any ideas or questions or <laughs> Drop us a line. Rude comments on this one. Because we ain't got a clue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, it's it's questions we're posing to people and hoping to get some answers. I mean, should we put these people on pedestals? Should they run around arrogant and all, all that? Or, I mean, I'm not saying they all do, but the ones that do, come on. Well, and, and as far as paganism goes, should we have formal schools? where you have to pay to get that knowledge. Should we have those? I mean, I don't get me wrong. I understand schools give us an opportunity to get people where everybody's on the same level. You graduate from high school. Right. Everybody's supposed to, you're all supposed to be generally on the same educated level. Everybody can read. Everybody can do math, blah, blah, blah. You might not be a rocket scientist, but. Right. So I understand needing that standardization to some extent. Because we do have jobs like doctors and nurses and and these medical in these fields where it's important, right? But but here's the difference though: that schooling that we got from kindergarten up through twelfth grade, right, was free to us. True. Well, to those of us who went to public school. Okay, no, no, no. It was free for us, not for our parents. They pay taxes. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, yeah. it, it came out of tax money. But my point is, it was available to us. We did not have to pay for it. Right. Should we have something similar to that for the pagan community? That way, at least to some extent for the basics, yes, everybody's on the same page. Then anything beyond that be more like college and you either pay for or I don't know maybe come up with some other type of system to put that in place or take the system we currently have and and do I, mean, I don't know thoughts just random just out well, there I mean, but again like you said we have these things we have degree systems we have formal places to teach it just depends on how well people want to recognize them true all right I mean how can I put that like the school Yale all right, mm -hmm. or Harvard or something like this. People look up to this because of people's view of it. 
it's really ain't nothing. It's just buildings and some teaching, and right. it's not it's nothing special going on there than that's not going on in any other college. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's that it's that name brand, right? But no, I'm thinking. I'm just thinking as far as like the pagan community goes. If we if we have a standardized school for quote unquote first degree, right? That anything be and so when everybody graduates from there, when you graduate from there, you have your basics, you have your high school diploma. But right? where, where I see a problem with that is the difference in traditions. Well, that's uh, th- that's where I'm thinking. Okay, anything beyond that, that's where you delve into specific traditions. Uh, is this something we hand over to a college like the like some of the Christian churches have done? Mm. You know, and which tradition's going to implement this? Is it going to be Gardnerians? Is it going to be the Alexandrians? Is it going to be the Dianics? Is it going to be? Or do you just go to a specific coven and go continue your education from there? I think you should go to a specific coven. I mean, I don't know. Again, questions, no answers. No answers. So go figure. Right. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another episode. Pagan Coffee Talk is brought to you by Life Temple and Seminary. Please visit us at lifetempleseminary.org for more information, as well as links to our social media. Facebook, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, and Reddit. We travel down this trodden path, a maze of stone and mire. Just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks.